everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. This is Amy Brown from 4 Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Hello, my witchy poo. How are you? <laughs> Bravo. I feel like I had a performance there. That was awesome. <laughs> Hello, my elf. How are you? <laughs> Next time I'll try to do like, I'll do a rap or something. With the, okay. with I got to practice that though. I'm great. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. This is like, uh, it's like our first day of a little reprieve from the pounding sun that has been so um, incredibly like you've, you've been in the heat abusive break. yes yes so we have yeah. a little break today so i'm very excited about that because i will be going to the warehouse after this i feel like i say that in a lot of shows like yep i'm going to the warehouse after this <laughs> thank you for give her ordering people yeah, oh my gosh <laughs> it's you. so exciting it's i just i couldn't be happier thank you for expanding happier. the rock love on the planet yeah <laughs> couldn't be happier really couldn't be happier i'm so excited but we don't have an air conditioner yet and that should be mm-hmm. coming in very soon so yeah i have to wait for days like this to like do all the literally heavy lifting so um, i'm pretty excited because the weather's good for me to do that. So today, 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 our um, episode is called Price Tag. 
And no, we do. Well, we actually do not have Jesse J as a guest. And I know Brenda doesn't know what that means. I Uh, I didn't (laughs) think you did. (laughs) Judge away, people. (laughs) Don't care. (laughs) Okay. Well, for those that know, Jesse J sings the song Price Tag. And so I want to call it Price Tag. But it, it is actually very fitting because we've been talking, you know, since really the beginning of of the show about different acts that can pay a big price. In fact, I remember Brenda early on in one of our early shows, we were kind of doing a Q&A with each other. And and I remember saying like, you know, can I go kick Hitler's ass on the other side? And you're like, well, do you, do you remember that? It was something ridiculous that I said. It's hard to keep up with all the ridiculousness, but that was one of them. It's awesome. And, and I remember you saying, you're like, well, do you really want to pay that price? Right? Like, yeah. do you want to pay? So we've been talking about price tags. Can you? Yes. <laughs> Should you? No. Yeah. Could you? Yes. Should you? No. Exactly. And it feels like we both have been having this conversation about how high a price is for something lately. So it felt like right. something that we should really talk about. You've been experiencing that too, right? Yeah. It's been coming up a lot where, look, at you know, there's just some extra stress on the planet right now for all kinds of reasons, but it, it is that the level of frustration that people are experiencing. And a lot of people are just acting out, but some people have the ability to discern. I'm just so annoyed. I really want to do this. You know, can I get away with it? (laughs) Like that cost is going to be, you know, what's that phrase? You're writing checks, your body can't cash. Exactly. <laughs> you know, sort of, exactly. Right, or your soul can't cash. Yeah. Right. And that, and I've been weirdly <laughs> having going into karmic death. Yeah, no, but I've been having some of the same conversations, you know, we talked about, you know, a number of weeks back about kind of in this, we're really not in a post COVID world, but people are getting out into the world again. And that's like all the behaviors that people are having, whether you're punching a flight attendant or you're saying yeah. something shitty to someone or you literally shooting some, I mean, like this is pretty extreme about what's been going on. And so we dedicated a show to that most recently. And I, you know, I believe that so much of it too, is that, you know, we are a world, we're not even a nation. We are a species that is in and and grieving four million people, right? Just from COVID, like a whole bunch of other people passed, you know, for all kinds of reasons, but just from COVID, right. four million people gone. Right. So there's a lot of grieving that is going on, yeah. and 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 so I think that's why we've been having these conversations. But I wanted to kind of you know kind of turn this whole idea of a price attached to something for an action that you want to have or have had. And I want to flip mm-hmm. it to what is the price of inaction? Mm-hmm. Right? New or school That's lesson. Great, great yogis flip things, right? It's, it's the tantric way. Let's flip, flip it the other way and take another look. Right? Yeah. So you're such a good yogi. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been told that. I've been told I was a little bit of a Yoda once, but not a yogi. <laughs> Do you know who Yoda is, right? Well, yeah, okay, I'm just checking. Yoda hey, is. a girl's got to check. An elf's got to check. <laughs> you had not heard about Jessie J and her song Price Tag, which I would sing, but I will not. I, I, I didn't even know Jessie was a girl. Yeah, Jessie so. J is a, is a woman. And by the way, okay. hot. Just P.S. for all the other lesbians out there. Just freaking dynamite. So, 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 so Suzanne's not listening. I don't think she cares. But I think she's hot, too. Um but so this whole idea of, you know, flipping, like it's a both sides of a coin, right? There's the coin mm-hmm. of, inaction, yep. of, of inaction side of it, and there's the coin of action. Either way, that coin is a price. Right. So right. I thought that I would do a nerdy elf move. 
<laughs> I love Nerdy Elf. <laughs> I would do a Nerdy Elf move. And by the way, other people okay. like Nerdy Elf because they will write us notes on our store and say, Dear Nerdy Elf. Like it happens more <laughs> frequently than you would think. They do it on Instagram too. But I'm gonna <laughs> but I'm gonna pull I, or, or, they, or they'll be like, I was nerdy elf today. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I, I love that. It That's so that. fun. I love that. But this is nerdy elf and full on here because I wanted I would like to tell you all a story about inaction, but it's not really only from the spiritual sense. Like it, it actually turned into something much bigger. So it's actually had turned into a earthly law. So without further ado, I will tell okay. a quick story about a woman named Kitty Genovese. Genovese. G-E-N-O-V-E-S-E. How do you pronounce, how do you pronounce that? Genovese? Genovese? Yeah. Let's just call her Kitty. Kitty. So Kitty G. <laughs> Kitty G. Oh, my God. Don't she plays the sax. So... <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I have like that was so it's bad. So bad. I need a little reference. So okay. the story of Kitty is about about a woman, which is her, who was raped and murdered on the streets of New York City in the late 19th. And this event, interestingly enough, was the event that triggered a law that is still in the books to this day, and it's called the Bystanders Law. And it also was a creation oh, sure. of nine right bystander because you if yep. you stand around to let something happen, you are you complicit. you are complicit. Which is the whole idea of when we don't say anything, when something is happening, right? Like if somebody's making a comment, which we will get into, you are also complicit. And I think that's the the moral of the story you're getting now. So you can enjoy the story as we go. But so while Kitty was being savaged by a stranger, because the, the man who raped and killed her was a stranger, up to 28 other strangers either watched or heard Kitty's cries for help and never reported the incident. The New York Times actually first reported on the excessive number of people who did absolutely nothing that night. The report, interestingly enough, was disputed over the years, and some saying there were less than 28, some saying there was upwards 38, whatever the number is. But it's interesting because it was, the New York Times actually back then had to issue an apology because they did not get the information correct, just as a little side note to it. but. All of these facts that you can read about the story of Kitty, there's one that's really important that's missing. And one really important note of this is missing is that uh, Kitty was a single woman living in New York City, as I mentioned before. But she had a lesbian lover that lived with her. Her name was Marianne. And I believe Marianne is still alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine what this must have been like for Marianne, right? It's like It's like you can't in the 50s be gay, no. right? No. Not okay. No. okay. And the suffering that she had to... In silence. Right? Yeah. I mean, just uh, it's, it's unbearable, just the thought of it for me. But this, this man that had actually raped her first and stabbed her a few times, Kitty actually started to crawl up the stairs to get home. Right? Oh, my God. I mean... With nobody... With no, but I mean, assisting. yeah, I've, nobody, assisting. nobody assisting because the attack lasted about 30 minutes. She was stabbed 14 times. And then, of course, you know, through this, this is where, you know, the, the New York Times was misreporting. But the man's name who killed her was uh, his last name was Mosley. And what's really interesting about Mosley is that he just like within the last few years, he recently jumped. Which I think clearly not soon. Enough, well, but. it's fascinating, <laughs> though, because if you think yeah. about it, it's like, yeah, I mean, he literally had to pay his price 
right? For what he did. I mean, this isn't even the bystanders, yeah. right? Like he literally right. had to yeah. pay his price. Did he go to he jail? He did go to jail. Yes, he did. He did? Yes, okay. he did. It's interesting, The uh, if you hear paper shufflings, because I have a shit ton on my desk right now. Because I'm nerdy Because I'm nerdy elf. <laughs> but, but Kitty, her name was Catherine, but Kitty was 28 okay. when, when she was murdered. The headline in the New York Times was 37 who saw murder didn't call the police. So the really good news, because you would like to have some good news coming out of such a tragic event. The good news is that's started 911. So what's really interesting about this is, I mean, the headline about, you know, all of these bystanders. But when these when these bystanders were questioned, they just thought it was like a drunken quarrel or a domestic dispute. Like Either, that makes it okay, right? <laughs> uh, to them, right, yeah. it, it, it definitely made it okay. Um, and if we have time, I actually pulled the research on the bystander effect. Like why, oh, it's really interesting. It's like, you know, why do some bystanders say something and why so that some don't? And it's, it, it's really two things, I think if I can summarize this properly, so I'll go ahead and do it right, right now, is when somebody doesn't respond, you know, when they're a bystander, it's because there's um, either they don't recognize, like they don't have empathy for that person. So they that person has to kind of remind them of either themselves or someone they know. Um, or they think that there is um, a, a risk to themselves, like a if somebody has right. a, a weapon or something sure. like that. Like that, there's yeah. there's way more to it. And I would encourage people, if you're interested, to read about the bystander effect because it is quite interesting. But it really it 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 hit home for me recently with an event that had taken place. And I think what before we get into that story, we should probably take a break. I think that's a genius idea. So don't be a bystander. Come on back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hilarious. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union at 52 5% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back. So, my nerdy elf continue this fascinating <laughs> story and help us be better human beings. 
Yeah, it's, you know, I just, exactly. This is about, this is about, it is very earth school, right? It is about understanding the price we pay for our actions and the price that we pay for our inactions. And, you know. And that empathy, that, that, that empathetic qualification is so critical. It's so critical, right? To see another human, see yourself in another human being and another human being in yourself. Right. Like this is essential. And it is after, essential after eight, you know fourteen months of isolation, right? Quarantine, like that's really hard. We're out of practice. We are out of practice, and I will say just very quickly, you know, I was trained by one of the great marketers who was. We've talked about Tony in the past, mm-hmm. Tony Sella, and yeah. what one of the things that he taught me was, he said, you know. I don't make marketing for me, for things that I like. He goes, we would probably never open a movie if I made the things that I like. He goes, I make <laughs> things for everybody else. So I learned that to to look outward and to try to understand everyone else's points of view, positions on things and not just my own. And I think that's why I really wanted to talk about this is that I feel like I have a little bit of a, of a head start because the guy's like Tony, but I want to share a story. And I think it's a very powerful story. And I have to leave names out of this one. So you got to yeah. like keep me like, Not a problem. like Not a buzz problem. me, go eh, okay. if you hear me like getting too close to, to what, to what had happened, okay. because there's uh, people I love are involved in this. But so said people that I love, I was asked me to take him to the airport. And so I was on an airport run. Mm. And on this airport run, which is a big commitment from where you live, uh, yeah, yeah, to say, just calling, yeah, you that. anybody by like, the way taking some of the airport, like, is it? It's that's love, <laughs> yeah. So we're in this airport run, and there was somebody in the car that was being that was needed to go to the airport with them who I did not know. Okay, and. Should should we call this person Sally? Let's call this person Sally. That's perfect. Yeah. So Sally is in the back seat of the car. I'm in the passenger seat. Somebody else was driving because it wasn't my car. I was taking it back to their house. But So as we're approaching the, the terminal at the airport, there was this really lovely, rather large Hispanic family that was crossing the street. And from the back seat, from Sally, I hear, and it's like I'm like hesitating to even say it because it's so incredibly offensive. So if you swerve over, you can hit the spicks. Ooh. Right? I'm just like, I want to vomit saying that. It's coming out of my mouth. I just want to vomit. I'm so sorry. So unacceptable. So your elf whipped her head around. <laughs> no and, doubt. <laughs> and said, you're a racist. We don't talk like that. Nor do we think like that. That is not okay. And I'm, of course, like I get on my soapbox and start saying how their lives are just as important as anybody else's life. Shame on you, like the whole thing. And what people do when that happens is they dig their heels in, right? Which, by the way, throughout this whole thing, that's a lesson, folks. If you happen to say something stupid like that, do not dig your heels in when you're busted. Because it's just making you more of an asshole. (laughs) <laughs> if that's possible. It, it, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it is because then this Sally says, oh, well, it's just a joke that we have at the hospital. Ooh. So this one's a nurse. The place and, of healing. And yes, I said, you is... just made that a thousand times worse yeah. by saying that. I'm like, I don't even know how many shame on you that I can actually say right now. And I mean, I was literally losing my mind. I bet you were shaking. You so mad. Yeah, I, yes. It was like, I mean, my head popped off my, I was angry for days after that, because how could that, how could that be? 
and then proceeds to say, <laughs> right, digging heels and more, Sally's husband, well, you should hear what her husband's name is, you know, what he, what he says, da 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 And I said, you are just digging a deeper and deeper hole. It is so deep, I can't even see you. And we're at the airport, right? So I am furious. Don't even acknowledge this person's existence. And by the way, this person's husband is dying of cancer. He has like stage four something rather cancer. I don't know which organ it is specifically. And all, and it's like, and I just was like, how could you yeah. devalue some other, a whole group, millions of people on the planet, devalue them and expect anybody to value what you're going through, right? Like that's part of what this is, right? The part of the price is when you yeah. devalue someone else, you automatically are devalued yourself. Right, yeah, without a doubt. I'm so sorry. Right? I'm so sorry. That's just awful. And I saw that person again and uh, tried to speak to me. And I put my hand up. And I'm like, you don't count anymore. <laughs> How else do you teach? How else do you teach? Because here's one thing that I've, I've learned. One thing I've learned. I've learned so much shit in this lifetime. This is like earth school overload for me in repeating classes and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but one of the things, and I don't know if I've ever talked about this on, on the show, but one of the really interesting things when we had the movie The Book Thief, you remember I launched yeah. that campaign with the two blank pages in the New York Times at the very right. bottom, it said worlds are alive because... I wanted people to imagine what a world would be without words. And the only way you can get people to understand that if you take it away. And right. in this case, it was the same principle of you need to understand how you devalue someone because I'm now gonna devalue you. So you know what it feels like and that energy that you're putting out there. I'm like, look at, listen to me, I'm angry talking about it. Like this I is know, like angry elf. I can hear it and, and it's really upsetting. It's really upsetting. Yeah, so the price. Yeah is quite great for this. The price is great, whether it is you're gonna get paid from another human like me, because I will certainly serve your shit back to you. So everybody listening who knows me, be very wary. If you are racist, do not show in front of me or any, any ist, yeah. like it doesn't matter. It doesn't have yeah. to be, it's right. Yeah. It's like if, because, you any know. separation. We need to yeah. say, yeah, because it's the reality is, and I remember Patricia, who we have had on the show before, mm -hmm. said to me one time, she goes, I believe that people have a choice. One, either no one is special. The second mm -hmm. option is either everyone yep. is special. Yep, nothing right? in between, yep. And so I believe um, that, I live by that. So whether it's a woman, whether it's even a child, I'm not better than a child. In fact, odds are they're better than me because they're more evolved. Whether it's a gender, a race, it doesn't matter, a color of a yeah. skin, a yeah. religious belief, a cultural difference, somebody who eats a lot of carbs. Because <laughs> I do judge them sometimes. But anyway, you were saying, you were gonna say something. Well, I was just, I was just wondering, do you think she understood what you were doing? No. I don't. Because I would, the only thing I could think of to say to her is, you know, I thought a lot about our last encounter and I wondered if you had. Mm -hmm. That's a really good one. In these situations, if it were somebody who were in my world, I would have circled back. I, I, but I knew 
right? This is that knowing, that intuition, that empathy, that whatever you want to call it, that at that moment, I knew that if I didn't, could I have handled it better? Probably I can handle everything better, right? Well, I, I, I mean, get that. At any given moment. But right. this is the thing. Like, I mean, watching, I would have known exactly what you were doing. Yeah. I, I don't think she did. No, I don't right? think she did She either. doesn't have any awareness, right? No. Obviously, very, very little awareness. Yeah, um, I, I think you're absolutely right. But I knew that if I didn't say anything, because here's the thing, when you talk about the bystander law, I'm going to bring it back to the bystander law. Yes. And you go back to the psychology of being a bystander. One of the reasons people don't do something is that they're afraid they have something to lose. And so in this scenario that I just described to everyone, it really doesn't matter who it was, it's just the, the situation, the story is what matters, is what I had to lose is that I had people in that car that I actually did love, mm. right? And this person who said this thing did not belong to me. So I did have a risk. Yeah. I had a risk of being like of alienating. Of yeah. alienating. How dare you say that mm -hmm. to someone? How whatever by PS none of that happened. But that was but I did have a risk. But I will tell you, the price I would have had to have paid if I were silent was far greater than what I would have potentially had to have paid by saying yeah. something. That but burn, and we've all had that burn. Yes. I didn't do anything. I didn't stand up for that person in the meeting, in the line, in the whatever it was. It can be in our own family. It can be at work. It can be in our social tribe. Like whatever, when you don't stand up for what you know is right, it's like you just feel it taking your energy. Yes. Sometimes for years. Right. Sometimes for years. And even if you don't say the exact right thing, because you can always think of something better to say, you know, 20 minutes, 20 days later, whatever. But at least you said something. You yeah, I was pretty up. good with what I said, though. So don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah. I don't oh, regret no, no. it. I, I wasn't talking to you. I was yeah, talking no, to you. But, but I'm just letting you know, like, I felt no, really good no, about that no, because I'm so no. clear on my, because yeah. this is a moral compass thing. Yeah. This is yeah. a moral compass. <laughs> and yeah. in, in my moral compass, it's very interesting. I didn't even plan in my head to even talk about this. But, you know, we all should be very clear about what our moral compass is and where our true north is pointed and what and what that means and people have different things like i know you know people you know and I'll, I'll just say mine instead of saying what other people do in mine part of a big chunk of what my moral compass represents is this idea that we are all the same right. and i used to look at my moral compass as i would prioritize i would be like i'm a woman first then i'm gay like this, and it's listing things, right? And then I've changed that because it, that was stupid. I mean, because <laughs> at the end of it was always the color of my skin, right? Okay. But like I went through this whole list and like being white was like whatever. It's like, that's so not an important thing to me. Being from the country of origin, don't really care because that's not who I was. But it's all now changed to mm -hmm. we're all equal. And when you're all equal, you must stand up for all. Right. When someone's being you know, shame. And by the way, those people didn't hear her, but that's not the point. The point is yeah. the energy was out there, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing is about being non-judgmental is another thing on my compass, even though I was kind of judging this woman, but it's more about a practice of non-judgmental than it is in an absolute. Well, it's it's judging in a way that says, I have to, I have to be true to myself here, right? If for me not to say something and you know, let her know that's not okay. We don't talk like that. We don't think like that. Right. And it, a bit of a teaching moment, I would say. Yeah. Right. 
But those um, people that don't, and when you talked about just a few minutes ago, when people, like it'll sit with them for days, weeks, years, whatever it may be, years. that's the karma. Well, that's the price, right? I that's mean, the price. When, you know, I shut down my healing practice with COVID, but, you know, I would put my hands on people and go, what is this, you know, that feels like this? Oh, 20 years ago, blah, 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 blah. Someone said this to me and I, you know, like I, I froze or I didn't say anything. Like they hold it in their bodies and and it is not helpful. It is not helpful. So being able to, to speak your truth and, you know, people have different ways of doing it. So one of the, you know, Athena sisters and, and my goddess program, Athena's Magical Secrets, is Southern. She was raised Southern and she was sharing with us. Well, you know, does I was she talk southern. like this? She does. She does. She's got I this love it. Sweet little draw. And she's like, well, you know, I was very southern. Like, yeah, tell us more. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so I know how to say. She goes, so like, I might not like your shoes. I may not like your bag, but I, you know, I can tell you, you know. Or I get, what did she say? I can tell you I like your shoes and I, can, I like your bag, which really means I hate your hair. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm just saying, and, and it was, you know, she just was being playful when she said this, but it really spoke such such amazing truth because we we do have ways of showing our discontent or showing something that is unacceptable that speaks through our culture. And I just thought it was, you know, she's, she's a steel magnolia, right? She, she, she knows how to do that. She knows My all time favorite message. movie, by the way. All yeah, time. It's so good. Right. So good. Just such a Here, classic. hit Weezer. I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Or so Truvies, good. it's a chain. As good as <laughs> but any, but it is, there are ways for you to stand up speak your truth and still hold your position in your community. And we encourage you to find it so that you don't have that extra price tag with interest. Okay. Right. Because it does, right? We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast, How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. And welcome back from our break of 
you know, doling our lives with lower price tags on our karmic inaction. (laughs) Seriously, right? Right? Yeah. So I I just, it is. And I want to give a head nod to all the ladies. We love you guys too. But this one is, I think, particularly important when we talk about why a lot of women don't speak up why they don't say something when they know they should. And I will tell very quickly, my cousin's wife, they live in Cincinnati. They are almost your neighbor, Bren. <laughs> and they were, t- and Susan was telling me this story when they, they, she and Rick were looking for a new house and the woman, I don't know who it was, a realtor, it doesn't matter, made some comment about how the neighborhood was going down, blah, 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 because she blamed black people is what she did. My cousin told me 20 minutes of what she wanted to say to this woman, but didn't. Right. And to just to give folks a little explanation of the didn't. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, so this is all fifth chakra work, right? So that your inside story matches your outside story. Right. It's this is when the the words and pictures match, because we've all been in that situation where we've looked around the room or the group. But like, is anyone going to say anything? Like, is anyone stepping out on this? Because it's it doesn't feel safe to say something, but it doesn't feel okay not to say something and what to do. And so you're in this, you know, quandary of what to do. It's really hard and it's really threatening. But I do want to say that, you know, we are hardwired to belong. We are hardwired to live in community, to be a part of a tribe for survival. That's hardwiring in our biology. Our biology doesn't change as fast as our physical environment, right? So now we are not outside in the elements unless we choose to be usually, <laughs> you know, not, not for everybody, but for most people. And, you know, so we still have this hard wiring of we have to be, you know, the tall poppy syndrome. We don't want to stand out. We don't want to be at risk because then we will physically be at risk if we're on the outside of the tribe. So it didn't feel safe. And it hasn't been that long where women could earn their own money and could own land and could vote and, all, you know, all these things. Women couldn't so, have a credit card. Without their husband signing off of it, on it until the 70s. In the 70s, right? Like 70s, the 70s, folks. Yeah. In the 1970s, yeah. women could not get ago. a credit card on their own. Can you imagine? I, and anyhow, it's just crazy because you know the women were paying the bills back home anyhow. You know, like, come on. Um, here nor there. <laughs> so <laughs> so there are reasons we are not genera- generationally as practiced as men of standing up and leading in this way. Now, that doesn't mean we're not able to. But sometimes we are not raised to, right? And so not everyone is that activated Black Panther <laughs> who says, hey, <laughs> you know, just is confrontational. Yeah. But there is that saying, right? It's like, I mean, there was so long, it's like women were to be seen and not heard. Yeah, which they used to say about children too, right? Yeah. Because right. women seen literally it used to be white women and children. <laughs> you sound like, wait, what? How yeah. did that happen? <laughs> that doesn't. Right. Um, but it's and when I think I can't think of the, the young woman's name who filmed George Floyd's death. Oh, Murder. I can't think of her name, but I know who exactly yeah. you're talking she, about. I mean, she's just this outstanding human being who is plagued by not doing enough. Right? Mm-hmm. She changed the consciousness on the planet, and she is plagued that she didn't do enough because she had, in the face of trauma and horror, had the the presence of mind to pull out her phone and hit record. God bless her. I can't think of her name. But, you know, just, right, she spoke volumes to millions and billions of people. It was amazing. And and that's brave. 
right? Yes, it is. In that moment, that was that was a terrifying thing to do. And I bet she doesn't even know about the bystander law, right? I mean, it's so we have to when but we she are doesn't. in touch with who we are and what we know to be true and right for us. We don't think and put it through too many filters. We obviously put it through filters, but we don't have to go through so many to get approval from the outside to do what we know is true and right. Super important. Yeah, and when you know you're you're faced with these situations again, you, no one is required to handle them as I do because I handle things sometimes like a bull in a china shop, and I know that's also who I am. I'm okay with that, and yeah. I'm okay with the being kicked out of a tribe. But like that's it's a weird thing for me, but I'm just I'm okay with that. Well, you but also do it to be of service. I do very you're much like, to be of service. Yeah, like this is no. You're going to think about this differently. You're going to think about saying this in out loud. Right, with right. around people you don't know. Right. And if you edit your speech just because of me once, it will have been worth it. Right. right. Exactly right. Exactly right. But there are other ways, right? There are other ways Absolutely. to to say things. So if you encounter something like that, like or like you know, like my uh, my cousin's wife, you know, she could yeah. have said, you know, you know, that that sounds a bit racist to me and you don't need to talk like that in front of me. You know, because if enough people, right, like at least if, if we could get enough of the light, letting the dark know that their antics are not okay, that you actually can benefit from recency theory, which is if you tell somebody something three times, they might actually finally get it. Right. And and so if they hear something over and over, they might maybe, if we're likely, do some um, introspection and start to understand that they're an asshole. So, oh, wait, there's the judgment thing again, or at least the name oh, calling. I want to tell a quick story. It, was just, it just reminded me of this. When I was in grad school, my boyfriend, who was this lovely man who happened to be like six, five, six, seven, something like that. And so we called him Mikey, right? Because it was funny to call this really tall guy Mikey. And Mikey was like, hey, can we go to church? Just, yeah, like, sure, we can go to church. And so we went to church. It was around Easter. It was during Lent. And, and the minister said something from in the sermon about, oh, it's spring and the women are wearing pastels and the men that you're, you know, a little concerned about wear pastels too. And, you know, he, th he thought he was making a joke. And then afterwards, whatever, you know, I, I don't even remember a thing about the rest of the sermon, but <laughs> afterwards there's a sort of a receiving line after church, right? And we're, so we're outside. And, and I said to him, I said, you know, it was a nice sermon, except for this one thing, which I found so surprising that you would say that, especially on a university campus. I mean, it's not acceptable ever, but you know, to say such an exclusionary, judgmental, uninviting comment from the the pulpit, like that's that seems really harsh. And and <laughs> and so Mikey's just like, Oh my god, Brent, could you can you just stop? <laughs> and I was like, No. No, <laughs> I can't stop. Can't stop. Can't no, and let me tell you, the churches, boy, they hate the gays. Oh. So many of well, them do. They, Not all I mean, of them. back in the day. This is a while. They know. Are you kidding? Yeah. It's worse now. Well, that's true. That's it is true. way worse it, now. It can be. Yeah. Oh, it's really bad. So, no, they really, they they hate my people. And, you know, we didn't go to that church very often, as you can imagine. But we when we did go back to another session, he, the the minister saw me and and said, it's so nice to see you back. I've thought about you a lot. Oh, see, that, that so, counts. And it did. And it had to be at least six months, at least six months in between the, 
those sessions. So uh, chances are I wasn't the first one to say something. <laughs> I'm hoping I wasn't. Um, or you I'm were just the I one would, that made the impression. Yeah. But I'm hoping I was the last, right? So um, yeah. anyhow, it, it can make a difference, that is my point. Yes, it can. And you did it much more gentle. So like your story, my story is harsh and like weapons. I have like, I pull out weapons and they're my words and they're my face. And they're like, it's Margaret because my mother used to scare the shit out of people. She did. And I, I, I have that. And it's very powerful, actually. Yeah. And but not everybody does. And you don't have to like you, you know, pro do handle this if you agree Raise your hand if you agree. I'm raising my hand with what we're saying about the price you pay for an action. Handle it your way. Do it your way. Do it the way that you, that you can live with. That is you. And if you're a really kind person, you can handle things with so much kindness to deal with it. If, if it's somebody who's a blockhead, use my way. <laughs> and remember, it's the price you're negotiating for your inaction, right? So you get to, to negotiate. With yeah, yourself you do and don't and then and as you this happens guys don't forget about kitty yeah. you know i mean kitty kitty lost her life and her love and the people that stood around and didn't do a damn thing even if it was one person it doesn't matter if it was 28 or 38 if it was one no. it's like think about kitty and what and what was lost for her it, and i guarantee on some level those people who didn't do anything paid that paid a price whether it was sleepless nights or you know bodies that were you know full of disharmony and they had to have yeah they had to have i actually wrote a list of questions like about what people what must they have dealt with and i'm just going to run through them because we have a minute you know there was trauma you know, right. It's like, you know, you know, I wrote what happens when we dismiss or, de- or devalue the life of another was Kitty's life devalued by those who suspected she was gay. And then here's the other thing. And if it was because of that, one of those bystanders are probably gonna get a gay kid for the record. I mean, no, seriously, like that. That's what happens. Yeah, that it's like, happens. you know, and how do they carry their guilt? Who seeks forgiveness? Who seeks redemption? And you know, and, and how many redeem themselves later in life in the name of Kitty. You know, it's yeah. like all of those things. But in this, the thing is, if you think about it this way, it was a moment. It was, a, it was I mean, granted, it wasn't more, it was more than a moment. This man raped and, and stabbed her for a half an hour. So half can't an hour, even, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, vi- it's vicious. But that time, whether somebody heard from the very beginning or they heard something later, it's still a small moment in the span of someone's life. And 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 when you're in those moments, to make those decisions, to do what is the right thing, right? And I got to hand it to those lawmakers, right? Because her legacy, what karma or dharma she created with the help of these lawmakers who created yeah, she the bystander did. law. Which is a you know, huge standard for the for the nation. I mean, this is this is deeply impactful, generationally and, impactful. And I think it's also really interesting. Here's the funny thing: think about because I spent way too much time thinking about this story. <laughs> think about it's what, it's what nerds elf. do, right? It's what nerds My do. My sensitive nerdy elf. <laughs> I know, so sensitive and also so like a fighter. It's like so contradictory in so many ways. Is I can't stop thinking about the New York Times journalist, right? So that journalist, that writer, mm-hmm. that reporter actually got it wrong. Forced the paper that had to do that. But I wonder if they would have actually gotten it right if the law would have ever happened. Like, it's a really interesting thing. Yeah. 
You know, like just the, you think about the karma, the prize, the twist twist that can happen in something like this is that if that reporter had not written that headline, if that reporter had not gotten the number wrong or done, probably that would this have ever happened. And from there, whatever was driving them to do that very well, I believe, contributed to the fact that we now have a bystander law and we now have 911. So be your own 911, folks. Yep. Right. Be, be your it. own. Be your own nine one one. You hear this stuff and you just call them out. Versus calling them, you call it out. Be your own nine one one. Pay it forward. Yes, yep. right. That's right. And remember, our school is hard. Holy crap! Right. Without <laughs> the bystander law, nine one one, Kitty, and the other side. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides, or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com, and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.